Well, welcome back everyone. It is so good to be back with you once again. This is my second day recording back to back to start the season off strong to give you two new episodes as we drop season five. Got a lot more good content coming your way, but just wanted to take the extra time. I mean, I'm excited. I know what's happening. I know what's going on and I want to bless you with more content this season, this year to build a community, to be able to pour into you, to encourage and equip you to do the things God has called you to do. If I've not met you, my name is Pastor Daniel Williams. Uh, man, I host this Leadership Lessons podcast and I'm excited for what God has in store for us, not only for the season, but also for today. And I don't know about you, but I love binge watching shows, listening to podcasts, three, four, five episodes, even at a time. As I work out, as I drive, I just sort of get into a, a, a season where I just consume so much content. And uh, I didn't want to leave you hanging with just one episode. I wanted to give you another episode as we launch this new season, season five of the Leadership Lessons uh, podcast Um it's just been an incredible journey and ride. And we have more content on our YouTube page uh, and archives. And so make sure you hit the subscribe button, the bells, the notification. Get all the information that you need to get because we are dropping wisdom and nuggets of truth here on this channel and on this podcast. And so we're so glad that you're listening or you're watching with us. And uh, man, you're in for a treat today as I have Pastor Casey Cleland from the Avenue Church here in Delray Beach share a leadership lesson with us today. Now, Casey, Casey and I, we uh, we serve in the same city, the beloved Delray Beach in Florida, Southeast Florida. It's about a about an hour north of Miami, and so um, man, I just love serving with this guy in Delray Beach. And so I wanted episode one and two to come from Delray Beach and let you know that God is moving in our city, in our town, and in our community, and want to disseminate that information and leadership lessons we're learning here together with you. And so uh, Casey's been a dear brother and co labor in the gospel as we've served here uh, all these years planning the Redemption Church in Delray Beach. And so, um, man, we often do a lot of ministry events together. Uh, our churches partner together with different events, and uh, he's just a great guy. So great. He actually came and visited me while I broke my ankle. I was in pain, needed some fellowship, and uh, we chopped it up. We did a Patreon interview. We did uh, just talked about things off the camera. We did this leadership lesson, and I'm just so grateful for the work that he is doing in our area. We also are a part of a uh, a cohort, a church planners cohort, where we welcome other pastors in our area uh, and build them up. And so, man, when he was sharing with other pastors and church planners, um, uh, the things that he was learning uh, one day in our cohort, I was like, bro, you got to share that with our EE Leaders community with the podcast. Uh, it seems like God's really teaching you and has taught you through the church uh, how to actively listen to the voice of God, to hear from God. And this is such a necessity in ministry, in uh, our lives as Christians and especially as church leaders that you just need to share that. And so, man, he was gracious to come over while I couldn't visit him. He visited me. And so I've just been blessed by Pastor Casey, the fellowship that we have, uh, and his lesson today, active listening. Man, I know that you're going to be blessed by it. And so here is uh, my good friend, Casey Cleveland. Hey everyone, my name is Casey Cleveland and I get to serve as one of the pastors at the Avenue Church in Delray Beach, Florida. And I am just, uh, I'm excited to be able to share some of the things that I've been learning. And um, I'm here with my good friend, uh, Daniel Williams, and we have been uh, co-laboring in Delray for almost a decade. And uh, he is just a joy to me and uh, a joy to any who know him. Uh, and so I'm, I'm delighted to be able to partner with him in this effort of being able to share some leadership uh, thoughts and principles. And today, uh, we're going to be looking at active listening. And uh, I've been able to uh, practice some skills uh, in this and, and learn some new skills uh, that I want to uh, share with you guys. And um, it's just an area that the Lord has been growing me in. I just want to start off by saying I'm not sure uh, what would be more important than being able to hear, discern, and then follow the voice of the Lord? Now, that's that's maybe a little self-serving because this is this is my segment. So I'm kind of saying like my segment's super important, but you know you can you can take or leave that. But but I really don't know what would be more important than being able to hear the voice of our Master and then follow Him. Um, like, isn't that what God's people 
do, right? Like, it's kind of what we've done um, the whole time. Like, like how would, for instance, how would Joshua know uh, what to do or when to do it? I mean, that's a crazy plan, right? To march around the wall of Jericho seven times and then yell. That's just not um, tactical military planning. But he heard the voice of the Lord. Like, God told him to do it, and so he did it. And then, like, we see the whole Old Testament, like, filled with example after example. Like, where would Abraham know know where to go? How would no- Moses know what to say? Uh, you know, they get to the, the, the Red Sea, and he does that. He lifts his hand. Like, what is that besides the fact that God told him to do it? And then he did it, and then God provided. And then we see Jesus, you know, breaking in, and, and we see Jesus healing certain people, and then he doesn't heal other people. Like, like he left certain cities and and it's it's sort of like how did he know where to go what cities to go to who, who to heal how, how when it was time to move on well he knew the voice of his father and uh and so for us as god's people i just don't know what would be more important especially as a leader like if we're gonna lead um we we have to have this skill uh or else we're just going to be kind of leading out of our best intentions and, um, you know, that's, that's not really uh, where, how the kingdom of God comes. And, uh, and so anyways, that's, that's sort of my premise to how important this is. And um, for, for us personally, just as a follower of Christ, but then especially uh, for those of us who step into a role of, of trying to lead um, uh, God's people. And so uh, in, in John uh, 10, uh, verses 27 uh, through 30, we see that Jesus, uh, I think, really gives us this principle. And he says this, My sheep hear my voice, uh, and I know them, and they follow me. And, uh, you know, we, we really see that, like, part of, central to belonging to Jesus is being able to hear his voice and then follow him. And so today, uh, I just want to kind of talk through some practical examples of how that might be helpful to you. And, and some of these things have been helpful to me. And one is uh, maybe a bit more just kind of on the, on the um, thing, something that I've been experiencing personally. And then, and then the other two have a little bit more of like, hey, I just kind of learned these and I want to pass them on to you guys. Uh, and so the first one is just, um, just the, the concept of uh, being an active listener and that being like, uh, like, the, like one of, if not the main principles of life in Christ. And, um, you know, uh, in James, it tells us to be quick to listen and slow to speak. So that gives us our pace, right? And so I want to talk to you a little bit about pace. And if you're going to be an active listener and you're going to um, be able to really discern the voice of the Lord amidst the ton of other voices that are, that are coming at you, including your own internal voice, I think you're going to have to check your pace. And so one thing that I've been praying for is that, God, I would, I would operate out of a gospel pace where I don't have to prove anything, I'm not earning anything, and I have nothing to lose. When, when you um, step into situations like that, it allows you to slow down and become more sensitive to what God is doing. And rather than, uh, you know, having some sort of agenda that you've set and you feel then good about yourself because you met your agenda. This is more about like joining God's agenda. And for that, you're just going to have to move a little bit slower than, than probably you're moving. And, and I'm saying that, you know, for me, and maybe that's true of you, or maybe you're already on a, on a gospel pace, which would be good. But for, for me to be like um, quick to listen and slow to speak, that's going to require a different pace of even living. So practically speaking, um, you know, you can't show up to a situation where you want to really hear God's voice, but, but meanwhile, you're like living it at 95 miles an hour. All the rest of your life's at 95 miles an hour, and then you think you're just going to sit down at the table and be able to slow down to kind of like 45 miles an hour and be able to hear God's voice and be able to like, you know, be, no, 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 that's, that's not really how it works. It's a whole life change. And, and so the, my first encouragement is just to kind of like check your pace. Um, do you find that you are hurrying through life, hurrying through relationships, um, just even practically hurrying out the door? Are you always racing the clock? Or have you uh, realized um, that, like as Pete Scazzaro would tell us, that our boundaries are a blessing? And, and so my first thing is, is check your pace. Uh, think about the boundaries that you're living in. And then um, when you show up 
uh, on the scene. This is kind of number two. First one's check your pace. Number two, when you show up on the scene, um, like ask yourself the agenda uh, or ask yourself the question, what's my agenda here? Um, and your, your agenda, I believe, should always be John 10, to hear the voice of the Lord in that particular situation. And so for that to happen, you're going to have to be um, quick to listen. What does that look like? Uh, so for us, um, you know, we, we follow a format at, at our church, and this is, we, we train on this, and this has kind of been part of our DNA. Uh, and it's from uh, uh, Paul David Tripp, and it's called Love, Know, Speak, Do. Let's say that again. Love, know, speak, do. It's based on um, the incarnation of Jesus and how, and how the Father sent Christ to us. Uh, and then we try to practice this in our relationships and situationally. Let me explain theologically. So love is when you're willing to leave your um, circumstances in order to enter into the circumstances of somebody else. Just like Jesus left the right hand of the Father to come to dwell with us in earth. Um, no. Uh, secondly, well, that's when you spend time actually knowing the person or the situation uh, before you get to your, um, in any kind of like speaking or agenda you might have. And so for Christ, we see that for 30 years, he just knew us, he dwelt with us, he worked with us. He, he, he knew humanity in a, in a fresh way because he just was with us before he went public with his ministry. And then we see when he goes into public ministry, he spends a ton of time asking questions. Like that was one of his main teaching uh, tools. It's, it's one of the ways the kingdom came was because Jesus was able to um, ask like really thought-provoking, spirit-led questions. And so our first step is we, we're willing to, to love like Christ and enter people's world. The second step is we're willing to know them. And uh, what that means is we're willing to uh, ask questions, ask um, open-ended questions, ask spirit-filled questions. Uh, then we're, I'm going to come back to that in just a minute. Then we're able to speak. That's the third thing. Jesus spoke. He taught a lot. He proclaimed the kingdom. That was the third thing he did. After he loved us and he knew us, then he spoke, if you look at his life. And we try to follow that same model as well, because certainly the Lord is telling us things to share with other people. He's giving us vision. He's giving us counsel. Uh, but it doesn't come out first. It comes out third, after we've entered people's world. We've known them. We've asked well-informed questions. And, and then we speak because we're starting to hear the voice of the Lord. And then finally, um, do. Uh, Jesus uh, did life with us to the point where he gave himself for us so that we could know the Father, right? And we then commit to do life with the people that we're trying to, um, you know, listen to and, and share God's voice with. We don't, we don't just um, sort of lob truth grenades and hope they work it out. We, we actually try to hear God's voice as we, as we follow this pace of love, know, speak, do, and then, and then we're willing to walk alongside them as God brings the change. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, well-informed questions because this has to do with um, hearing the voice of the Lord and, uh, and being an active listener. And so, um, you know, this is really where we try to do what we would call, um, and Redemption Groups calls, uh, like, like two-way listening. So I'm leaning in and I'm fully present to the person that I'm, I'm with. I'm being an active listener to them. Um, but I'm also being an active listener uh, to the voice of the Father. And so I'm multitasking. And, and so what that looks like is I'm, I'm, I'm with them. I'm not thinking about the next question. I'm just fully present in, in what they are saying. And I'm believing and I'm trusting that the Father is going to be speaking to me as I lean in and listen to them. So I'm listening to them, uh, and, I'm, and I'm quick to listen. I'm slow to speak. I don't need to have the next thing ready. Oh, but I'm also quick to listen to the Father. So uh, fully present here, and I'm also fully present here. Like the Spirit helps you with this. So you have, this is like a Spirit-led um, ability, and so you have to ask the Spirit to help you with this. But as I'm listening, as I'm participating here, I'm believing that God is also speaking to me here. And as I lean in this way, I'm also looking this way, and it's the Lord who then provides uh, the next well-informed question. He's speaking to me. 
about what should come next um, based on what I'm receiving. And then he's also speaking to me words of knowledge um, or he's, he's giving me wisdom. So maybe af- after I've asked a few questions, then I'm, then I'm able to speak some gospel truth. And uh, because I've been quick to listen and slow to speak, now I know where to apply that gospel truth. I don't have like a canned version of what I want to say. I'm able, again, because I've tried to follow this process of love, know, speak, do. Now I'm able to speak what the Father has given me to the exact place of this person's heart where the gospel's needed. Because maybe I sat down and it was like a marriage situation and and I thought maybe I was going to give some marriage counsel. But really, it's an identity situation, and this person's lacking in their identity. Or really, it's an unforgiveness situation that goes back generations. But I wouldn't have known that had I not been able to love them and know them, be, be slow to speak and quick to listen. And the Father gives me those things as I enter into like a really practical way of like doing first things first. And then I'm able to apply the gospel um, to, to where their heart most needs it. And so that's, that's kind of on a, on, a, on a personal level and just kind of like a ministry situation by situation level. Um, you know, what's also been helpful for me um, in the practice of this is uh, journaling, you know, and, and I know that, uh, that that's not a, a, a new concept. Uh, I have no, um, you know, real uh, amazing uh, breakthroughs uh, to share with you that you don't already know. Um, but, but the practice of being able to open God's Word and um, read and then receive has been really important for, for uh, practicing my listening. And here's how I journal. And this, this may be unique and helpful, or maybe, maybe you already do it. But I, you know, I like use a SOAP journal, right? Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And I kind of like work through that. But, but as I you know, ask the Lord to you know, just meet me in that time, I believe he highlights a scripture that I'll write out. And then I write some observations about it. So we're textually correct. And, and then the application, this is where I practice my listening. Um, is uh, really I'm, I'm just uh, looking for Jesus to invite me to something uh, because, because I believe that when we, when we look at the God of the Bible, we see that he's a very invitational God. And, and so I'm able to say, hey, Lord, what are you inviting me to? And so I actually write out, Jesus, I hear you inviting me today to, and then I fill that out based on the passage. Um, like just recently, uh, you know, it was um, something to the effect of like, not, uh, not despising the wilderness and that God does really good things in the wilderness. So I felt like, you know, like he was inviting me in a sense, you know, to, you know, just kind of trust him, if you will. Um, or, or, you know, it, it can, it changes every, every time I, I go to the journal. Sometimes it's seasonal and I'll like start to hear the same pattern and that's, you know, that's exciting. And sometimes it's, it's, it's different things. Um, but the practice is, like me having a spirit of invitation, believing God's going to speak to me, and then he does. And it practices my ear to hear his voice. And so what I practice in private, I'm then able to bring to vision casting, or I'm able to bring to a situation where I need the Lord's discernment. So those are two sort of um, practical handles that have been personally working out in in my life. Love, no speak, do. And then just... um, asking, basically being open to God inviting me to something through his word and then, and then capturing that in scripture. Like, what are you inviting me to? Two final ones I want to share with you briefly uh, as it pertains to like being an active listener. And, and they come from the Leighton Ford Ministry uh, Mentoring Program, uh, which I was able to go through and get, some, and get some new practical tools. And one is called a life map. And uh, this is where you can do this with one-on-one, or you can do it in a group. Um, but this would be where you ask somebody to draw out um, in like six to eight um, segments of their life, basically. And what they do is they get a blank piece of paper and they draw out like three boxes up top and three boxes below. And they put like significant life events or seasons in each box, you know, and they do it usually in chronological order. Um, and so, you know, and then uh, they, they draw a picture in the box that, that symbolizes, or they can write a word that symbolizes that moment, and then they label it on top of that box. So you'd have like six labeled boxes with six graphics or words in them. And so, you know, the, there's a, a big box for me that um, would be uh, college. And in, co- in my college box, I might draw a picture of me 
standing in front of a, a you know a group of stick figure students, and it would look like I was talking. And so the the box the 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 box would maybe say college with that picture, and then on top would be um, calling. And it was it was like one of the one of the first times that I f- began to sense maybe like a calling to to engage in in ministry like in a in a in a formal setting. And uh, and so that was pretty formative to me that God would call me because I had no desire or, or or thought that I would be doing something like that. I just found myself in that situation, and for me that was probably like a real marked beginning of my calling, you know. And so I'd have five other boxes, and, and here's the deal: what what I was able to participate in 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 this mentoring group was I shared my story. Um, but but uh, here's here's how here's how it works. I go through and, and I share my story. It takes about 15 minutes for me to share my story, and you, you would invite somebody to do this as well. And then you spend two minutes of silence after I share my story. And those two minutes are just um, uh, active listening. We're just, we've actively listened to the person sharing their story, and then we spend two minutes actively listening to God about what He wants to say to that person based on the story you just heard. Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. Two minutes. Then we spend five minutes group sharing, or you could do it, again, individually, and we can either affirm a pattern that, that we picked up in their story. Uh, we could give a word of encouragement. Um, we could speak into or over this person. Um, maybe, maybe the Lord brings an image to it. Whatever. Like, like, but, what, but, but the deal is, before we start responding to this person's life story, um, we, we're creating space uh, for God to speak to us first. Uh, and then we have a group prayer and blessing, blessing for the person. And that's usually about eight minutes. Again, so if you're, if you're keeping track of time, it's about 15 minutes for the person to share their life map. It's about two minutes of silence. It's about five minutes of sharing. And then it's about eight minutes of group prayer um, and blessing over that person. So that's one tool that uh, has helped just uh, be intentional about being an active listener, both horizontally to other people, but then also, you know, to the voice of the Lord. And, and that there can be real blessing when somebody brings in a life map. You know, I shared a good memory, but there's also difficult boxes that people maybe have never shared before. And they get to share it vulnerably with, with you. And then, and then you get to bring that before the Lord and, and, and speak a word from, from God's heart to them that maybe they've never heard before. It's like super powerful. The deal is we've got to be quick to listen. Like we have to have an agenda of listening and believe God's going to meet us there. And then don't doubt when we've asked for his wisdom. Like step into that moment and, and share, share what he's put on our hearts um, uh, to share with them. If we're willing to do that, um, you know, it's, it's, a really, it's a really powerful moment. The second uh, tool I want to share with you is uh, maybe, maybe similar, uh, but this would be called group listening uh, prayer. And uh, this, again, would, would require intentionality, but there's, there's some format to it that, that may be helpful to you. Again, it could be done one-on-one, or um, it could be done in a, in a group setting. And, and so uh, this is a time where um, you're going to have somebody just kind of share uh, something that uh, they want to share that's uh, current. It has to do with probably um, the the last season that they've been walking through, even up until this point. And, and so the idea here is that somebody's gonna get, not, not from the, the life maps, a bit more extensive in the share. This is a, this is a little bit more current. This is like, hey, this is, this is what I'm walking through right now. Could be good, bad, ugly, doesn't matter. Um, but, but, but there's some format to how we wanna go about this. And the first one would be, a, again, a, a prayer of silence. And uh, this one is, is a bit more intentional. It's about maybe, maybe 10 to 15 minutes of silence. Um, and this is where you're just going to be coming in and you're just going to be, again, um, speak, Lord, your servants are listening. And so everyone is creating that posture and space uh, for God to, to speak. And it actually starts with silence this time, not somebody sharing. And then you're going to move into the first person sharing. And uh, they're going to be sharing again for about 10 or 15 minutes. And, uh, you know, they could be share again, they could be sharing something from that current season, maybe a calling, maybe a sense of new calling, uh, a question, a struggle, a celebration. 
but we want to we want to try to make this a current share for them and uh, and then they're going to share for about uh, 10 or 15 minutes again you're leaning in you're listening and um, really what we're doing here uh, in this time is that after after that first prayer of silence where we've just asked the Lord to speak and we're ready to to listen this this time we're, we're listening uh, and we're not commenting we're just like letting this person go and uh, when they're done in about 10 to 10 to 15 minutes and these should be timed usually because people can kind of you know lose track of time and the discipline of what we're going to do the boundaries of what we're going to do here is really helpful i think um, after they share uh, and then then we're going to go into a time of listening um, and uh, this is listening on behalf of the person and basically, our, our thought process here, um, our agenda, if you will, is we just want to hold this person before like the love of God. And we're, we're really just lifting, lifting up this person and what we've heard before the love of God. And uh, we're not trying to fix, we're not trying to counsel or even coach at this point. We're, we're just wanting to hold them up before the goodness of God and allow God to speak anything He wants to us as part of their community. And uh, we're gonna do this for about five minutes. There's about five minutes again where we enter into silence, but this time it's a, like a more of an intentional listening silence. And after we've listened on behalf of this person, uh, then we wanna respond to the person. And our response to this person uh, is gonna be, again, about a five minute response. And uh, this is a time where, again, uh, we wanna be sure that we're not trying to fix, we're not trying to say, hey, you should have done this, you might ask a well-informed question. You might give a word of encouragement. You, you could ask for clarity, maybe on something more that they shared. Um, but you're really coming out of your listening time uh, with, with maybe a question um, or, or something that you feel like God was impressing on your heart uh, uh, on their behalf. And so we'll take about five minutes uh, to share that uh, response time to them. And then uh, you're going to pray for the person. And, um, you know, uh, what, what we want to do here is, again, lift them up. But this is more public prayer. Uh, and so uh, prayer, oftentimes you can lay hands on that person and pray for them as a community or one-on-one. -on -one. And then um, what we'll do is uh, we'll return to a few minutes of silence and prepare for somebody else to share. So if you're doing this in like a retreat or like maybe a, a meeting type format and the agenda was um, just, uh, you know, whether it's the life map getting to know one another or whether it's people getting current, uh, what you're doing here is, is again, kind of keeping format with me. You're entering into uh, silence. You've got about 10 or 15 minutes to start the moment with just silence. And we're just kind of clearing ourselves and, and coming before the Lord. And then we've got about um, 10 to 15 minutes for the person to share currently. And then uh, we've got about f uh, five minutes for us to listen on their behalf uh, to the Lord. And then we've got about five minutes to share back uh, what we heard or maybe ask a clarifying question. And then if you want to do it again, you enter into that silent period again. And you just kind of like, okay, we've, we've heard from you. We've experienced this. And now, Lord, we're going we're gonna to prepare our hearts again to, to repeat the model. So those are two tools that, uh, you know, have been uh, helpful and I've experienced those and they're powerful tools um, that can be used in one-on-one -on -one or group settings. So again, just to review with you guys, um, where I started was with love, no speak, do. It's kind of a lifestyle that I encourage you to enter into, checking your pace and, and entering into relationships and situations like that. Love people, know people, then speak, then do. Um, the journaling, Asking God, like, what are you inviting me into based on this passage? And then listening and believing that he wants to share with you. Uh, then it's the, the life map, you know, where, where somebody's able to go through the boxes and, uh, and uh, share and you're able to listen, uh, you know, and, and then uh, give feedback based on what, how you feel like the Lord's moving. And then it's also the, the, the getting current. And again, that's, that has the boundaries of silence, sharing, listening, and then responding. Um, and, uh, and so hopefully those, those are things that you can use, again, whether that's a one-on-one -on -one situation or it's in, a, it's in a group setting or it's just in, you know, you're looking for a vision and you want to hear the voice of the Lord for the next five years of your church. Um, I, think, I think these tools will be helpful for you to become uh, more of an active listener and uh, hopefully they've given you some practical handles uh, for you to step into. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. 
And uh, may He increase uh, your desire to listen, not just for the knowledge of God, but, but for the heart of God. And uh, because He's our ultimate treasure, right? And so may, may you go with, with that blessing and increase. Amen. Well, Casey, man, he is a dear and uh, great brother. It is so good to be surrounded um, by a handful of pastors and friends in our area, in our community. I'm so grateful to God for that. Uh, man, God is doing a real work here in South Florida. And so excited to be co-laboring with Casey because I know uh, so many other pastors, church planners, even missionaries, they don't have this kind of fellowship that um, I do, that God has surrounded uh, our uh, lives with, with so many dear friends that are serving the Lord and f- being faithful to the call that he's called them to. And so this is why I want to focus more this year on community and building community, the EE leaders community, uh, church leaders that can build one another up. Um, you know, we may not have people that are very close to us, but I know one, uh, brother, a church planner, missionary in Madrid, Spain, Esteban Valenzuela, um, you know, he uh, has been a blessing to me. And we Skype and we, not Skype, who uses Skype anymore? No one that uses Skype. Oh my gosh. FaceTime. We use the WhatsApp. <laughs> oh my gosh. We use Zoom. Zoom's almost like getting out of getting old school, although I still use Zoom. Um, but man, when people aren't surrounded by so many other co-labors. It's hard to have that fellowship and through technology, we can have that. And so one of the ways that, um, I'm building community in, in this ministry is through Patreon. Uh, Patreon is a platform where we can connect, uh, more in a personal way. Uh, it's not Skype. It's not zoom. Uh, yes, there will be bonus episodes and you can connect with, um, with phone calls and different things like that. There will be digital resources on this platform where I can upload and give you digital assets, Photoshop files, uh, sermon slides, um, all these type of different resources for you. But one of my main objectives this year is just to build community. Uh, Many people are listening to the podcast now, and I think that's such an incredible blessing. But how do we actually continue to equip you to continue to encourage you in a personal way? And yes, my email is daniel at eeleaders.com. You can reach out through social media platforms, all those different things. But really, I want to value our time, and uh, I've been blessed by being a part of so many cohorts where not only there's a leader, but there's contributors that can build one another up. And that's what I want to do um, at our Patreon community, is to be able to share life and ministry uh, together and resources together. Uh, We can ask questions. We could even schedule a one-on-one time uh, meeting with me or even other people in the group. And there's just a need to be a place for coaching and encouragement as we church plant, as we serve the Lord in the things he's called us to. And so I think what we can have together uh, could be very special. It could be very uh, incredible, a really great way to build community with other church leaders. And so maybe you feel disconnected right now, or maybe you're connected, but you just want more ministry training, more bonus uh, content, special access, or even one-on-one coaching. I would just suggest to you to uh, check out our Patreon community page. I'll make sure I put the link down in the description, but um, I have two other pastors right now that are in the group that are very dear to me. Uh, They planted churches, um, the same time I did about 10 years ago. And we've been praying and ministering together for a long time. Uh, last episode, episode one, yesterday I mentioned um, Ron Jones, Pastor Ron Jones from Coastal Chapel, a dear brother, him, his wife, Aaron, uh, co-labors in the gospel, good friends. We go on double dates with them. But they actually came to our launch service meeting uh, and planted a few months later in a city called, um, they're right now located in, in, in Lake Worth, Uh, beach, Florida. Uh, They planted in Boca. And so um, uh, another brother that is my guy is Rod uh, Wilkinson, um, uh, Rodney um, Wilkinson from Gospel Fellowship. He's also a regional director um, of Acts 29 Florida uh, district. And so, um, man, I I see these guys that have blessed me so much. And Rod, Rodney, uh, Rodney and, and Ron have just, and me have just been praying and ministering and hashing ideas off one another for years now. And I see that they've joined this Patreon community and just pumps me up. It it gets me excited because now we can have a platform, a place where 
Not only am I organizing special content, giving you resources, PDFs and sermon slides and quotes and book recommendations and all this other stuff that's a lot of content, but I want you to connect a community as well. Uh, just to be like, hey guys, I just need prayer or hey, what are your thoughts on Easter? Um, you know, what about this outreach? Has anyone ever done that? I could give you a, a digital resource, but then I could also comment and have uh, uh, these other guys comment and our experience, our wisdom and to build one another up. And so, man, I'm just, I've been blessed by a community always. I've been always trying to surround myself by other uh, godly men and women to pour into me. And I'm excited that, that the community that has blessed me so much is now able to bless you through this Patreon community, this EE leaders community. Um, and just bubble over as you ask questions, as you engage, as you download links and watch other stuff. And so, man, as you have questions, um, you may need a coach. You may need people in your life. You may need just peers, other people that have gone before you. I really want to encourage you to check it out. Church, uh, we have some seasoned church planners, pastors in that group, and um, it's just a special way. And so Rod might jump in there from time to time and give some insight, or Ron might give another digital asset. You know, he's a great designer as well. And so um, he may recommend a book, you know, someone else may recommend a book or whatever it may be. Um, but that's sort of the focus this year, this season, season five, not to just do uh, video content, um, a podcast, but to make sure that for those that are interested to build community. And so I want to see comments in the videos. I want you guys to subscribe, like, share, and reach out. And um, I'd love to hear your perspective. Again, you can go to patreon.com and look up Daniel Williams or EE Leaders. But then also, I'll just put the link in the description to make it easy for you guys. There are different tiers uh, with a minimal cost, monthly cost, where you can check out and see what works best for you. But uh, a blessed to be able to organize that, learn from this group, and invite you into this community. And so uh, thanks so much for your time, for listening, for watching. We have more content in this episode, but I wanted to make sure you knew about that resource because I know it will bless you. And so speaking of another guy in our community, Rod, uh, Rodney Wilkinson, uh, man, he um, is a part of the Patreon community, is a part of my life, but I wanted him to share a brief, I wanted to share a brief uh, part of an interview I did with him as I, um, as we're sort of talking about active listening, as he talked about assessment in church planning, listening to others as we go before the Lord. And as Casey shared with us, it's just so important to be proactively listening to others. And one of the ways that we're able to do that is invite other people to speak into us. And so I thought Rodney's insight on the importance of assessment and getting feedback from others uh, was just so good that I wanted to share with you. And this isn't the whole uh, interview. It's actually a longer interview, about 45 minutes, um, that I did with a guy named Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly uh, is in charge of the Cultivate Church Planning podcast that he just started, and he's actually planning a church in the west coast of Florida, in Bradenton, Florida. And so uh, he came over to Delray for a day to just get some wisdom coaching on podcasting and ministry, those type of things. And uh, we were able to, uh, I was able to, uh, as I was talking with him, set up a couple of interviews of people that I knew over here that would bless uh, church planners and that podcast as he was starting. And so uh, I'm blessed to be able to surround myself with a whole bunch of people and help in ways that I can. And so a common question I ask is, how can I help? And as Brian was uh, calling me, texting me, asking about um, his podcast, some recommendations, uh, you know, from video equipment to just even scheduling, that type of practical stuff, um, Man, I, the the question said, "How can I help?" and and I was able to set up a few guys to interview with him while he was over here, uh, including Pastor Casey Cleveland, uh, which will drop in a few weeks or months or whenever he decides to do that. Uh, and then also Will Torres, uh, another church planner in our area, who did actually a church planning residency with us at Redemption Church and is now uh, planted and has his own resident. I'm so proud of him. His own resident. Uh, church planning resident in Lantana, which is only a few miles away. We're still very linked together, and he's a dear brother and friend, uh, a special friend, not only him, but his wife, Kristen. I uh, love them dearly. And so um, I just want to make sure you guys know about this resource, uh, this new podcast, Church Planning Podcast. And I thought, um, man, as we interviewed Rodney, he just really talked about this subject of 
listening, especially from other people. So go ahead and check this out. Um, this interview that we did, this sort of uh, description or this sort of snippet, and I'll put the description um, of the podcast, the Church Cultivate Church Planning Podcast, in, in uh, the link in the description, um, so you can check it out, so you can glean more wisdom and let you know when uh, Pastor Casey's interview drops and also Will's interview drops in the Patreon community. So go ahead and check this interview out from uh, Rodney Wilkinson. Uh, I'm curious about like just assessment because you said that you do that for three years. What is like the assessment process of Acts 29? Uh, what does that look like and how do you implement that? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, good, good question. Uh, assessment, I would say, is it's one of the things that really that, that really excites me because you get to meet a guy from the infancy of this idea of church planting uh, for the most part to seeing him come through until the network uh, come into the network. And so it looks like the, the call and them wrestling with that and saying, hey, I want to be assessed. Then it goes to them filling out paperwork. We want to know what your theology is. We want to know what your missional focus is. Uh, we want to know what your marriage is. Your fine. Like it's a pretty detailed um, assessment. Um, we want to know how you plan on uh, evangelizing that context that you feel called to. What's your plan? One of the questions we ask often, if you were to meet a guy at a coffee shop and he asks you, what is the gospel or why should I believe in Jesus? What would you say? We just want to hear that guy unpack that uh, in a way mm-hmm. that's, that, that sums up the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so uh, once he finished all of his background work, there's an interview that's done um, by one of the assessors, probably an hour and a half interview. Uh, after that time, he's invited up to an assessment. He's going to sit in a two and a half day assessment that includes preaching uh, in front of all of the assessors. Uh, that's going to include him casting a vision. That's going to include us working through how he handles pastoral situations Mm -hmm. and just watch him unpack that. Um, It's also going to include two separate interviews for about an hour and a half each with just him and his wife with three assessors. Um, So it's a pretty detailed uh, assessment, but it's also going to include a lot of downtime, a lot of let's go have lunch, let's go have dinner, let's go do something fun. We also want to get to see the guy in this normal element, who he is as a man, who he is as a husband, and who she is as a wife. And so marriage is so huge for us and making sure she's all on board. I remember my second assessment like it was yesterday. Uh, We're in the second interview with this guy and um, great guy, and he's talking. He's just rambling, and his wife is playing in her pocketbook. And uh, <laughs> uh, he's he's talking, and she's he like, looks at her, <laughs> and uh, she's like, I, I immediately shift my attention from him to her and just start asking her questions. She starts crying, and she says to him, I told you I didn't want to be here. And then from there, just stuff just starts unfolding. And um, she was not on board, and he was dragging her along this process. And... He walked away with us being very, very clear, saying, at this point, we don't think you should plan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's one of the most beneficial, grace-filled um, events of his life that he still talks about six years later, mm-hmm. that it was a grace to go through that assessment. And so we want to see churches planted, but we also want to see healthy churches planted. Yeah. We don't want a guy walking into a situation that he's not equipped for. Well, are you starting to feel the strength of community? The strength of community. There is a strength as you surround yourselves with other men and women uh, that love the Lord, that are full of wisdom, have life experience, and are able to communicate and speak into your life. And vice versa, you speak into their lives. It's one of the things I love about the EE Leaders Ministry is how many other guys and girls are pouring into this community, us as church leaders. And I say us because my primary goal for this whole thing was just to learn myself, to have a posture of humility, to continue to um, learn and grow. And so, man, I've just been so blessed, not only be able to learn from all these other uh, people and these church leaders, but now to organize it, to lead this ministry and to disseminate this information to you. It's just a blessing. And I just want to remind you that um, on our YouTube page and on our website, there is so much more content. Uh, season five is all about new content, getting you stuff, uh, jam pack this episode with things that are valuable to you. But man, we have so many more videos of wisdom and I would 
highly recommend you going back maybe in the the podcast archives and listening. Uh, Rodney does a few leadership lessons in there as well. Casey did a few more leadership lessons and interviews in there as well. And so there's past content that could bless you. Maybe you're new to this ministry. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Share it, share it with a friend. Um, listen to these things. And uh, man, one thing that you can do to really help us is really leave a five-star review if you're listening to the audio. Uh, if it's YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell notification, leave a comment, uh, share on social media, uh, really engage with this content. We try to give this out for free to bless you, to serve you as our goal as a ministry is to encourage and equip you. As a church leader, I don't think there's anything better than doing what God has called you to do. And we want to come alongside the things that um, he's calling you to do. And so whether you're planning a church, a missionary, a head director, a children's worker, I mean, wherever God has have you, has you, um, it is for a reason, for this purpose, in this place right now. The Bible says that he actually has allotted a time and a place that we live. And what a blessing that we can connect over technology and be in our culture right now to be salt and light, serving the Lord together in his bride, the church. And so it is truly a blessing. We want people to know about this ministry, these resources. And I just want you to know that I'm grateful for you, for listening, for watching, for being a part of this community in any way. Even if it's just for this one episode or you're hearing my voice right now, I'm appreciative of you paying attention, leaning and uh, leaning in and gleaning from uh, these people that are connected to me and to this ministry. And so I personally... Uh, heard from a lot of pastors, church planners connecting with one another because uh, they saw a video and they've reached out to other people. Feel free as I put the uh, links in the description, the areas of ministry, the different podcasts, um, man, connect with other people that you see these videos coming out with. Maybe Casey blessed you and you want to reach out with him or check out his sermons uh, at the Avenue Church podcast, whatever it may be. And this is why uh, I try to do my best to do a write-up, a description of the the links in the show notes. Uh, Shout out to uh, the writing team, uh, Janelle uh, and Laura. They do such a great job in not only proofreading, but ghostwriting and just watching these uh, videos to summarize them and, and help spread the word Uh, I have a great team uh, surrounding uh, this ministry, and so I'm so grateful for them. Um, But we want to do a good job of connecting you not only to the Lord, but to other people. Again, community, building community. And so, man, I want to recommend things to you. I want you to have great value from learning and coming to this podcast and just even exposing. I have some people on this podcast that remember in a different uh, denominations, uh, in different even theological camps, but I want to learn and I want to glean and I want to get their perspective on these areas. And so, um, man, we'll have more recommendations, resources, podcasts, books, uh, recommendations, all that stuff for you to encourage you in the ministry because we want you to grow with us. And so our next segment in this podcast is actually from Rodney's wife, uh, Kaisha, as she shares a one piece of advice video with us. Uh, Rod and Kai, man, uh, they're a powerhouse couple. Uh, we love them dearly. And uh, they not only have planted a church together, but they have a strong heart for marriage. And I have uh, they have a brand new podcast together called Married in the Middle. Uh, again, giving you resources, giving you content, giving you uh, just opening your eyes to what the Lord is doing amongst other church leaders. Uh, Rod and Kai are some of those people that are being used by God in such great ways. And, and this podcast, Married in the Middle, is actually close to my heart as actually I am the producer of it. Uh, I work behind the scenes. I've recorded it, edited it, uh, upload that stuff. And so I just have helped them behind the scenes a lot and love their heart being able to produce this great content for marriages. And so if you're a pastor, maybe you want to recommend this podcast to other married couples in your church. Uh, it would be a blessing uh, as uh, they only have maybe two or three episodes right now. But I've uh, recorded many more and I know the content to come and I know it will bless not only you as a church leader, but um, the people that you're leading, uh, just people that are in the thick of uh, marriage. And they have a specific audience, year seven to 25, uh, in the thick of marriage after the honeymoon phase is over. And they're just a great couple that are real, that are authentic, that talk about the mess of marriage, but they always bring the hope of the gospel and Christ into the situation in a very practical and real way that I think is palatable for a lot of people, not just church leaders. And so you definitely want to check this podcast out. Again, I'll put the, 
the link in the show notes in the description. You can go to their YouTube page. You can subscribe, uh, check it out. Let me know what you think about it. Their website for all this content is www.marriedinthemiddle.com. That's marriedinthemiddle.com. And uh, feel free to continue to be resourced by these leaders that we're sharing their stuff as well. And so I was uh, asking Kai uh, to just share her perspective um, on, uh, and wisdom on just uh, give me, give me, give me something that's in your heart, uh, a piece of uh, a nugget that uh, you'd want to pass on to another church leader. And she actually gave great perspective on this very topic that we're talking about today at being an active listener and how she is a leader. And we as leaders need to have someone that will listen to us, right? We need to not only be good listeners, but then we need to be able to, to vent up and to talk uh, our heart and to share um, what's going on and have other people listen to us. And so there's mutual relationship going on. We're listening to people proactively is listen to the Lord, listen to others, but we want to be able to be able to pour out, uh, into others as well and speak life. And so, um, man, she gave this great, uh, perspective. And so here is her one piece of advice video. y'all. My name is Kai Wilkinson. I attend Gospel Fellowship in Boynton Beach, where my husband serves as the lead pastor. And this is my one piece of advice. Find someone outside of your normal community that you can talk to about what's on your heart, about what's happening in your church or in your ministry. Um, This I find to be very therapeutic because they're not directly tied to everything that's going on. They don't, they may not know everyone. Maybe they know some people, but they don't know everything and all of the whereabouts and who's this and who serves where, but you can uh, just share what's on your heart. You can tell them your frustrations. You can kind of have a safe place to vent. Um, And this person should be someone who's able to listen well, um, but also able to one, redirect you back to Jesus um, and also to, to kind of speak uh, objectively and not uh, hold grudges against the people that you're talking about, because maybe that person is your spouse or maybe that person is someone that you serve very close with and you love these people that you serve with. But sometimes we know that folk can be real annoying and folk can get on our nerves. And so I would say to just have someone that you can talk to on a regular basis or even if it's just once in a while that you have a coffee date. Uh, I mean, if they live in another state, it'd be amazing if you could even get away for some time to, to be with them and to just be able to share what's on your heart and they'd be able to receive that and give objective uh, feedback without being tied to the situation or having to uh, you know, go back in the situation with you. So that's, that's my one piece of advice. Sometimes that can be challenging and um, you know, we may not make that a priority because we think that we just have to take it and we just have to deal with it. And because we're Christian, we, we should be able to take these things to the Lord in prayer. But we have to be careful because there can be a seed of bitterness that grows in us and resentment against the people of God who, who we love and we enjoy and we, we, we love to serve with. Typically, um, in, a, in, in most situations, I would say we love to, we love serving alongside the people that we um, that, that are in our ministry or that we go to church with. Um, but it can get challenging. And and if we're not careful, we begin to resent them and we we uh, we re- begin to resent serving altogether. And, and we feel like we want to take some steps back and moonwalk away from the people and moonwalk away even from the church if we're not careful. Um, so that's my one piece of advice. Find someone where you can share your heart. Um, you can share your experiences with, um, you can share your frustrations with, you can kind of just dump on them and they can, they can handle that and, you know, be able to digest that and, and give you positive feedback, encourage you, build you up, remind you of why you're serving in the first place and point you back to the one who carries you through it all. 
It's been a full episode so far, hasn't it? You know, one of the goals that I'm trying to do each episode is just to give you as much resources, recommended tools, links, recommendations, introduce you to church leaders. And I want to just give you resources uh, that you would have, whether they be uh, in the show notes, whether they be actual segments or interviews, um, leadership lessons, just things where we're learning together about a subject each and every time we gather. So it's a benefit for you. And another resource that I want to give to you every episode are just some recommendations of books. And uh, and so this book right here, I want to recommend to you. Uh, it's such been a, such a great book in my life. I just recently read it and was really blessed by it. And it, you know what? It inspired me to pray more. It's called Pray Like Monks, Live like fools, uh, praying like monks, living like fools by Tyler Stanton. And, um, man, you can tell that Tyler, he is not just writing principles, but he's a practitioner, right? This isn't just a whole bunch of theory in this book, but there's actually a incredible depth of personal application that you can tell he weans throughout the book, just his personal story and uh, does a great job. He says in this book, uh, when it comes to prayer, God isn't grading essays. He's talking with children. And that's one thing that I noticed in this book. Uh, you can tell Tyler is a child of God who likes being with his dad and prays often. He just has incredible stories weaving in and grabs your attention throughout the entire book. He continues to go on and say in this book, how should we pray? The most straightforward response is to talk to God about whatever is in your mind. And he does a good job equipping people, letting people know, um, how to pray, what to pray, and what not to pray. And you know what? After reading this book, I don't feel condemned that I don't pray as much. It inspired me to want to pray more. I love that. It was an encouraging book on prayer. Uh, and now um, I know that most of you probably, uh, if you especially you're part of a, a ministry or a church leader, have read a book or two on prayer. Um, but this is why I'm recommending this book, um, this book right here on prayer for you, because it was refreshing. Uh, it made me want to pray. It was real and authentic, and it really stood out. Uh, you know, we as a church, Redemption Church in Delray Beach in our area, team up with many other churches in our local area for a 21-day uh, fast and prayer uh, event at the beginning of the year to really um, set our hearts on the posture of seeking God, pursuing Him, and it's just amazing. It was uh, incredible. Not only do uh, us as pastors pray in a community, but to see our churches, our congregations, to have Casey from the Avenue Church right next to me and Rod and, uh, um, and Ron and man, Will, Dan Grittner, these other guys in congregations, we're seeking God together. We're praying. And uh, one thing I do in this 21 days of fasting and praying is read a book every single year on prayer and uh, to help guide me in prayer, to refresh me, to inspire me. And so I've read a lot of books on prayer and, um, I'm just so grateful that, uh, God brought this book in this season in my life. And so, in fact, the first chapter hit me so hard that, um, it, I actually taught a topical message on dealing with disappointment in prayer, dealing with disappointment in prayer. I not only taught it at Redemption Church, but actually at Gospel Fellowship as well. And I'll, I'll put a link in that as well in case you want just another resource from this episode, right? Maybe a message on prayer and some more quotes. Um, but Tyler Stanton says, it only takes a moment to turn in every day place into a holy ground. And that's what I found as I was reading this book that God was using uh, another pastor, another writer, uh, to just, man, speak life into me. And so, um, God used this book to bless me and I think it will bless you. And so I thought I would share that with you, uh, in this podcast and in this video today, uh, I'll put, uh, a page of the quotes that stood out to me in my, in the Patreon group in our community there. And I'll leave the link in the description for you. And so God bless you. I hope that you have a great time in prayer. And as we sort of come to a close to this episode, I want you to know that I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I want God to bless you and your ministry. And I hope that, um, man, there's enough content to keep you busy for the next couple of weeks to, to just, as whether you binge watch like me in a day or two, all this stuff, or as it just slowly comes out in our YouTube page, or you push pause and you go to another video, whatever may be the case, man, we want you to know that we are for you. We want to bless you. Uh, we want God to bless you and your ministry. And so 
I know that sometimes these episodes, they could feel like I'm fire hosing you with just tons of content. Uh, maybe I am. Uh, maybe you don't watch every single episode all at once. Um, but as you go through this material and this podcast and you spend time with me, whether it be in your ears or you're watching, man, I'm just so appreciative of your time. If you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. Throw down a comment in the comment section. Toss me an email. Uh, connect with me. I'd love to even coach you one-on-one if that's a ministry and something you want us to do. Uh, again, we have uh, these episodes come out in a new format every other week. So we'll be posting more special content, uh, special digital resources on our Patreon community, more interviews there as well. And uh, you can go ahead and check that out. And so um, there's a lot of stuff we talked about today. A lot of more resources from recommended books to other podcasts to all this different stuff. I don't want you to be overwhelmed. I just want you to continue to do the things God's called you to do. So keep learning, keep growing, keep living by faith and keep doing the things God has called you to do. And we will see you in the next episode. (laughs) 